The views and opinions expressed today on Black Focus Radio are not the views and opinions of the station, its management, or its advertisers. Now, let's get ready to focus on our issues, our solutions, using our voices on Black Focus Radio. Welcome to Black Focus, the show designed with our community in mind, where we focus on our issues, developing our solutions, using our voices. Central Arkansas, surrounding areas, and the nation. Get ready. Black Focus starts right now. Phone lines open at 855-525-5683. So here's your host, David W. Coleman and Robert Webb. All right, what's happening? Welcome to the show. Hope you're having a good Monday. Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our voices, 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with me. If you'd like to join the show, you can also catch us on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, And don't forget to download the JoyNet Radio app and carry us everywhere you go. Uh, we've got it on Android and Apple platforms. And there's a podcast that you can catch uh, most of the shows after we uh, broadcast. So plenty of ways to catch the show. Plenty of things to to talk about, uh, of course. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, I'm going to give, uh, I want to make sure I'm writing that down. So a lot of stuff to talk about today. You know, it's been an interesting weekend. This weather has been really weird, to say the least. All of this rain is just driving everybody. It's just it's just kind of dull. You know what I'm saying? So it would be nice for that stuff to go away. So we'll see how that plays out over the next few days. Uh, it could be worse. Uh, they actually got snow, <laughs> really, in Southern California, in Los Angeles. I saw pictures. I mean, it's if you don't think global warming is happening, you better stop listening to these people that that's out just to make money, and they don't really give a damn about America as a whole. Uh, something strange is happening. If you don't think it is, you're not paying attention. Snow in Southern California—that's just crazy. Whew, man. That's what's going on. Uh, let's see. What else are we going to talk about today, of course? Uh, I do want to make sure I talk about Deion Sanders. And I'm going to try not to talk about him any more this year. Unless it's sports related. But I've I, I got to talk about this. Because it seems to me that people are giving Deion Sanders a pass. Uh, and you all know I call him a media whore. That's what he is. Uh, it's, it's pretty clear on that now. But I, I definitely want to talk about him. And something he said. And just because you're black doesn't mean you should say it. Although we know that's what's been going on for years. So we're going we're, we're gonna to get into that today. That, that's one of the first things that we'll, we'll get into. Uh, also, uh, you know, I, I, I don't give Sarah Huckabee, Jeff Rain, Bodine Sanders any slack because I don't think she's, she's – worthy of being the governor of Arkansas. But then when you hear about the next story, the story I'm going to bring up about Arkansas being the dumbest state in the union, (laughs) uh, you begin to understand why 
Sarah Huckabee Sanders as governor of Arkansas. Because it's pretty clear the people of Arkansas don't know what the heck they're doing. They're just, it's sad, folks. I, I, I just, whew, Lord have mercy. It's sad. Uh, also, we're going to talk a little bit about, I don't know if you all watch Dilbert. Or I shouldn't say Dilbert, watch Dilbert. I don't know if it has an anime now or not, but I know it used to be in newspapers across the country. Okay, Dilbert, it's a cartoon. And apparently the author just went on a racist rant and it's been canceled from multiple newspapers across the country. We'll talk about that. I kind of like Dilbert. It just goes to show you just don't know who is who. And if we get an opportunity, we're going to talk about Tennessee State and what's going on at Tennessee State. Is the Tennessee State Legislature trying to pull a fast one in order to keep from paying Tennessee State $500 million that it owes them? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, there's something fishy going on in Nashville. And the reason it's important, because the very same thing could be happening at UAPB. I'm just saying, y'all better pay attention, man. It's a lot of stuff going on, man. These people crazy. They crazy, man. They are crazy. So that's some of the stuff. Did, did we cover everything? Uh, yeah, yeah. And we may throw in some other stuff as well. Uh, by the way, many of you all have asked the question: Where has Robert been? Robert has been on sabbatical. <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> He's supposed to be joining us tomorrow. So we'll see what happens, okay? Uh, So he's supposed to be joining us tomorrow, so we'll see what happens. We'll just keep that under wraps until he actually does, all right? So that's what we've got going on on the show today. So before we do anything, you know what we always have to do, right? We have to do Black Facts, so let's go ahead and get that out of the way. Dynamic Black Facts, our culture, our history, our people. Black Inventors of the 20th and 21st Century, narrated by Diane Austin. African Americans have played a pivotal role in creating inventions that have had a major impact on our everyday lives. From agriculture to medicine, from science to technology, African American men and women have left their mark in American and world history. Let's take a look at some of the Black Inventors, both past and present, who have left an indelible mark on the world in which we live. In the Stevie Wonder song, Black Man, the Motown Marvel sings of Benjamin Banneker first clock to be made in America was created by a black man. Though the song is a fitting salute to a great inventor, and African-Americans in general, it only touches on the genius of Benjamin Banneker and the many hats he wore as a farmer, mathematician, astronomer, author, and land surveyor. But it was his clock invention that really propelled the reputation of Benjamin Banneker. Sometime in the early 1750s, Benjamin borrowed a pocket watch from a wealthy acquaintance, took the watch apart, and studied its components. 
After returning the watch, he created a fully functioning clock entirely out of carved wooden pieces, all at the young age of 21. The clock was amazingly precise and would keep on ticking for decades. As a result of the attention his self-made clock received, Banneker was able to start up his own watch and clock repair business. Every time a person crunches into a potato chip, he or she is enjoying the delicious taste of one of the world's most famous snacks, a treat that might not exist without the contribution of black inventor George Crumb. Crumb, the son of an African-American father and a Native American mother, was working as a chef in the summer of 1853 when he accidentally invented the chip. It all began when a patron who ordered a plate of French fried potatoes sent them back to Crumb's kitchen because he felt they were too thick and soft. To teach the picky patron a lesson, Crumb sliced a new batch of potatoes as thin as he possibly could and then fried them until they were hard and crunchy. Finally, to top them off, he added a generous heaping of salt. But to Crumb's surprise, the dish ended up being a hit with the patron and a new snack was born. Years later, Crumb opened his own restaurant that had a basket of potato chips on every table. Though Crumb never attempted to patent his invention, the snack was eventually mass-produced and sold in bags, providing thousands of jobs nationwide. Generally, when people think of famous African-American inventors, one of the first names that comes to mind is George Washington Carver. Perhaps most famously, Carver discovered over 300 different uses for peanuts, including making cooking oil, axle grease, and printer's ink. Despite the positive impact George Washington Carver's inventions had on the South, the inventor never sought out glory. Instead, he continued to invent, discover, and teach in order to make the world a better place. Inscribed on his tombstone is the epitaph, he could have added fortune to fame, but caring for neither, he found happiness and honor in being helpful to the world. Many of the world's famous inventors only produced one major invention that garnered recognition and cemented their prominent status. But Garrett Augustus Morgan, one of the country's most successful African-American inventors, actually created two major inventions the gas mask, and the traffic signal. He received a patent for the first gas mask invention in 1914, but it wasn't until two years later that the idea really took off. When a group of workers got stuck in a tunnel below Lake Erie after an explosion, Morgan and a team of men donned the mask to help get them out. After the rescue was a success, requests for the mask began pouring in. Garrett Morgan's other famous invention, the traffic signal, was also invented to help save lives. After witnessing an accident on a roadway, Morgan decided a device was needed to keep cars, buggies, and pedestrians from colliding. His traffic signal was designed to stand on a street corner and notify vehicles and walkers whether they should stop or go. After receiving a patent in 1923, the rights to the invention were eventually purchased by General Electric. Now there is one invention that he's less famous for, 
Morgan created the first chemical hair straightening cream, better known today as hair relaxers. Anytime you see a truck on the highway transporting refrigerated or frozen food, you're seeing the work of Frederick McKinley Jones. One of the most prolific black inventors ever, Jones patented more than 60 inventions in his lifetime. While more than 40 of the patents were in the field of refrigeration, Jones is most famous for inventing an automatic refrigeration system for long-haul trucks and railroad cars. In addition to the refrigerator invention, Jones also invented an air conditioning unit for military field hospitals and a refrigerator for military field kitchens. But his inventions don't end there. Jones actually invented a self-starting gas engine. He also invented a series of devices for movie projectors and for box office equipment that gave tickets and made change for movie patrons. Jones was posthumously awarded the National Medal of Technology in 1991, the first black inventor to ever receive such an honor. It's literally impossible to determine how many hundreds of thousands of people would have lost their lives without the contributions of African-American inventor Dr. Charles Drew. This physician, researcher, and surgeon revolutionized the understanding of blood plasma, leading to the invention of blood banks. There are few inventors who've had the lasting impact of Otis Boykin. Look around your house today and you'll see a variety of devices that utilize components made by Boykin, including computers, radios, and TV sets. Boykin's inventions are all the more impressive when one considers he was an African-American in a time of segregation, and the field of electronics was not as well established as it is today. Though he attended the Illinois Institute of Technology for a time, Boykin never made it to graduation because he couldn't afford the tuition. Instead, Boykin went to work as an inventor. He received his first patent in 1959 for a wire resistor that allowed a precise amount of electricity to flow to a component. Because he was able to create a low-cost product that was more reliable, his wire resistor invention brought Boykin to the forefront of American electronics. Consumer electronics manufacturers, the United States military, and IBM all placed orders for the resistor. It would come to be used in household appliances, computers, and guided missiles, and is still used in many of those devices to this very day. But perhaps most importantly, a version of his resistor was used in the invention of the pacemaker. That device, which keeps the heart beating regularly through electronic pulses, has helped to extend the lives of hundreds of thousands of individuals. While home security systems today are more advanced than ever, back in 1966, the idea of a home surveillance device seemed almost unthinkable. That was the year famous African-American inventor Marie Van Britten Brown and her partner, Albert Brown, applied for an invention patent for a closed-circuit television security system. A female Black inventor that was far ahead of her time, Marie created an invention that was first in a long string of home security inventions that continue to flood the market today. 90% of the microphones used today are based on the ingenuity of James Edward West, an African-American inventor born in 1931 
in Prince Edwards County, Virginia. If you've ever talked on the telephone, you've probably used this invention. Dr. West and a colleague, Gerhard Sessler, developed the mic, officially known as the Electroacoustic Transducer Electric Microphone. That's a mouthful. They received a patent for it in 1962. The device is used in most telephones, tape recorders, and other important devices. Another living legend, Kenneth J. Dunkley is currently the president of the Hollow Space Laboratories Incorporated in Pennsylvania. He is best known for inventing three-dimensional viewing glasses, also known as 3D. His patented invention displays 3D effects from regular 2D photos without any type of lenses, mirrors, or optical elements. By studying human vision, Dunkley discovered that blocking two points in a person's peripheral vision will cause an ordinary picture to appear three-dimensional. Inventor George Edward Alcorn has an impressive resume. Among his credits, the African-American inventor received a bachelor's in physics, a master's degree in nuclear physics, and a PhD in atomic and molecular physics. Despite such impressive credentials, Alcorn is probably most famous for his innovation of the Imaging X-ray Spectrometer, a device that helps scientists better understand what materials are composed of when they cannot be broken down. Born and raised in Monroe, Louisiana, the young Betty Harris was interested in chemistry. At college, she obtained a bachelor's degree in chemistry from Southern University and an MS degree in chemistry from Atlanta University. As a research chemist, Betty Harris worked in the areas of hazardous waste treatment and environmental restoration facilities contaminated with energetic materials such as propellants and gun propellants and explosives. She eventually became a noted expert in the chemistry of explosives. Through her research, Harris obtained a patent for her invention for a spot test for identifying explosives in a field environment. Imagine with me for a moment. Imagine living in a world ranging from hazy, clouded vision to that of total darkness for 30 years. Before 1985, that was the plight of those with cataracts who did not want to risk surgery with a mechanical grinder, popular in the day. Now imagine sitting in a doctor's office without being able to see her as she explains to you that it may be possible to restore your vision. Dr. Patricia Bath has dedicated her life to the treatment and prevention of visual impairments. Her personal belief is that everyone has the right to sight, and that led to her invention in 1985 of a specialized tool and procedure for the removal of cataracts called the laser FACO probe. The laser FACO probe has increased the accuracy and results of cataract surgery, which had previously been performed manually with a mechanical grinder. The difference between the old method and the new invention was the difference between the use of highly accurate laser technology versus the somewhat subjective accuracy of a mechanical device. Did you ever think of what it might be like if your television could project an on-screen image directly into your living room as a three-dimensional image? 
Maybe not, but if it happens, you may have Valerie Thomas to thank for it. From 1964 to 1995, Thomas worked in a variety of capacities for NASA, where she developed real-time computer data systems, conducted large-scale experiments, and managed various operations, projects, and facilities. While managing a project for NASA's image processing systems, Thomas's team spearheaded the development of Landsat, the first satellite to send images from space. Always with an eye to the future, Thomas began experimenting on an illusion transmitter in 1977, and it was patented in 1980. This brilliant innovation placed Thomas among the most prominent black inventors of the 20th century. NASA continues to use her technology and is exploring ways to use it in surgical tools and possibly television and video. Dr. Shirley Jackson, a theoretical physicist, has been credited with making many advances in science. Dr. Jackson attended MIT, where she received a bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degree, all in the field of physics. Jackson started to conduct successful experiments in theoretical physics and then started to use her knowledge in physics to start making advances in telecommunications while working at Bell Laboratories. These inventions include developments in the portable fax, touch-tone telephone, solar cell, and the fiber optic cables used to provide clarity in overseas telephone calls. She has also helped make possible caller ID and call waiting. An anonymous source said of the super soaker, I got fired from a job once because of my super soaker. I guess that's what happens when you accidentally drench a customer when you're trying to get a coworker who ducks. Famous black inventor and scientist Lonnie G. Johnson probably didn't have that little scenario in mind when he invented the super soaker squirt gun, but it is one of the countless memories that can be recalled by those who were young enough to enjoy the super soaker after its release in 1989. Johnson's resume boasts work with the U.S. Air Force and NASA, including work on the Galileo, Jupiter Probe, and Mars Observer Project, a nomination for astronaut training, and more than 40 patents, but it's the squirt gun that he's best known for. As a child, Mark Dean excelled in math. In elementary school, he took advanced level math courses, and in high school, Dean even built his own computer, radio, and amplifier. Dean continued his interests and went on to obtain a bachelor's degree, master's degree, and PhD, all in electrical engineering. Dr. Dean started working at IBM in 1980 and was instrumental in the invention of the personal computer and the computer monitor. He holds three of IBM's original nine PC patents and currently holds more than 20 total patents. This famous African-American inventor never thought the work that he was doing would end up being so useful to the world, but he has helped IBM make instrumental changes in areas ranging from the research and application of systems technology to operating environments. One of his most recent computer inventions occurred while leading the team that produced the 1 gigahertz chip. Even in high school, John Henry Thompson was interested in computer programming languages, and he taught himself several programming languages with the goal of absorbing as much knowledge as possible so he could develop his own computer language. He developed a number of products, 
many of them based on his most famous invention, Lingo Programming, a scripting language that helps render visuals in computer programs. Lingo is used in the programs Macromedia and Shockwave, and with many programs that have interactive simulations with graphics, animation, sound, and video. You've benefited from Thompson's Lingo programming language if you've ever played video games, learned web design, used animation, and graphics. These incredible inventors represent a small snapshot of the amazing men and women who have impacted our lives through their intelligence and ingenuity. To learn more about these and other Black inventors, get the book Black Inventors by Keith C. Holmes. Keep listening to Black Focus Radio for more dynamic Black facts, our culture, our history, our people on joinetradio.com. And don't forget, if you would like to sponsor Dynamic Black Facts, give me a call at 615-554-0568. We'll hook you up with a nice advertising package. We'd love to do that. We'd love to get your business out. Hey, it's it's getting close to spring. People are going to be out shopping. They need to know about your business, okay? And we want to help them. We want to help you. So give me a call at 615-554-0568. We've got to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to jump headlong into this Deion Sanders thing. And I promise you, I'm not going to talk about him anymore. I, I, I try not to talk about him, but maybe I'm just different from most people. I just don't see the the love that y'all throwing at this guy. Hey, and y'all can call me a hater all you want. I don't care. I just think he's a bad representation. I just do. That's just me. Anyway, we'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices on joinetradio.com. Grill it, smoke it, oh yeah, at RiaBrub.com. Holman's Dynamic Pepper Juice is lighting fires around the country. It's the new product from RiaBrub.com. Use it on meats and vegetables. Add it to your gumballs and greens for an extra punch. Made with all natural ingredients, Coleman's Dynamic Pepper Juice will enhance the flavors of your favorite recipes. Order today on RiaBrub.com. And while there, be sure to check out some of our other great products. It's developed with love and care using the best all-natural ingredients with no GMOs or preservatives. From snacks to seasonings, Coleman's Dynamic Products has something for everyone. Bake it, grill it, smoke it. Oh yeah, at RiaBub.com. so excited about my new EP that has just dropped on all major digital platforms. This music is going to touch your soul because it depicts and gives an imagery of everyday life situations. So go and be blessed. Again, search for See About Me by Tina Adams on your favorite digital platform. 
dynamic Dave for JoinEdRadio.com. I'm inviting all small businesses to contact me at 855-525-5683 and let JoinEd Radio set up an advertising package specifically designed with your business in mind. This is a great opportunity for small businesses to get your products on the air. Do you want to get the word out about a new business? JoinEd Radio is for you. Do you want to advertise your event or social gathering? JoinEd Radio is for you. Do you preach or teach? Do it right here on JoinEdRadio.com. Call me, Dynamic Dave, at 855-525-5683 or go to JoinEdRadio.com and review our great lineup of shows. Let's help each other and let's get your products in the hands of consumers across the country. Call me, Dynamic Dave, at JoinEdRadio.com at 855-525-5683. I'll talk to you soon. All right, welcome back to the show. Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our voices. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with us if you want to join the show. A lot of stuff to talk about today, of course. Next segment, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the media whore himself. (laughs) Uh, Deion Sanders. And I got to talk about this because um, I'm a little offended about it. And I find it fascinating that there are so many people, so many people who think what Deion Sanders is doing is... Now, I come come from a standpoint, I played, what, two and a half years of college football. Uh, I've been around a lot of coaches in my lifetime. A lot of coaches, and I am yet to see, and 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 not just been around coaches, but I've covered sports from high school, college to pro. Um, I've covered different genres from hockey to basketball to football, uh, track and field. I, I, you name it, I've covered it, and I've seen lots of coaches. Okay, so. I haven't quite seen one like Deion Sanders. Well, let me take that back. I have seen a coach like Deion Sanders. That coach is usually these little league coaches that think they are, well, they're suffering from delusions of grandeur because they have a little league baseball team or football team or whatever the case may be. And they are usually boisterous, out of control, We've even seen instances where fights have broken out, people have been shot, all kinds of things in these Little League games, okay? So that's the type of coach that Deion Sanders reminds me of. And if you think about it from this perspective, when he went to Jackson State, I was a bit reticent from day one. He was able to get some success at Jackson State. But I said prior, and I've said this before, and I won't rehash too much of it, that there was more to what Deion Sanders was up to, and it was. He used Jackson State, we know that now, in order to get a coaching career. Now, I find it interesting, and I've talked about this a little bit 
on the weekly sports magazine. You can catch that show Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. on joinetradio.com. I find it interesting as these new football leagues have launched, the XFL, there are a lot of guys out there who want to coach who are now coaching XFL teams. One of them in particular is Rod Woodson. You all know the great Rod Woodson, right? Who played for the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Hall of Famer. Don't know why Dion decided not to go that route. And then, of course, the XSF, XFL was a fledgling league and still is to that respect. So he decided to go to Jackson State. And, of course, you know, he said he went there on a mission. He was there because the Lord of God called him, and I'm paraphrasing. Anytime someone starts using that type of vernacular, I'm sorry. Uh, maybe I'm just a skeptic. But, bro, ain't nobody called you. You you wanted to coach. You just didn't want to be the coach or an assistant coach. You had to be the head honcho. Okay? We know that. It's pretty clear now. All right? So, subsequently, he got the job at Colorado, and everybody's excited. But something came up a few weeks, about a week or so ago, about something he said. And I wonder why people aren't upset. Is it just Dion being Dion, and we accept his ignorance because he's Deion Sanders. And if you espouse a racist uh, epitaph, is it okay because you are that race? Does that make sense? In other words, let's give you an example. The N-word. I don't use the N-word except to dis, uh, as a descriptive term to talk about something that's going on. Obviously, a lot of black people use that term on a regular basis and it's part of their daily vernacular. I wish it wasn't, but it is. Is it wrong for black people to use the term? And should we get upset when white people use the term? Certainly many people do. The very people that use the term will be, will be highly upset at white folks for using the term. Thus, why the term needs to be retired. But that's another story for another day. I'm, I'm using this as an example. So if you're using this terminology about race, this racial epithet, and someone else uses it, is it okay? Is the question that I'm asking. Is it okay for you to use it, but no one else can use it? Interesting, interesting conversation. So you're probably asking, you say, okay, Dave, well, get to the point. What are you talking about? Well, Deion Sanders has went out of his way to try to make sure that he's always in the spotlight. And sometimes people like that will say things they don't necessarily mean what they're saying or 
understand or know what they're saying, if that makes sense. Now, I don't think that's the case for Dion, but I'm just wondering, is he too busy trying to make headlines as opposed to coach? Because as I said, of all the coaches I've been, I've coached, I've played under, I've, I've become friends with, I've seen coach, I've never seen a coach want the spotlight as bad as Deion Sanders. I've never seen this. Now, here's why I'm bringing this up. Deion Sanders looks for dual parent homes and QB recruits, single mama households in defensive linemen. Huh? What 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 are you talking about, Dave? Let me let me read on. For quarterbacks, Deion Sanders wants mother father dual parent households. We want that kid to be a 3.5 GPA and up because he has to be smart. Not bad decisions off the field at all because he has to be a leader of men. Okay. I didn't understand that. Quarterbacks, it requires a lot. You have to know how to make good decisions on the field, all of those things. Okay, I can understand that. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have come from a dual parent household to be able to do that. Uh, there are quite a few examples of single parent households where kids have come out and been quarterback and did other great things. And, you know, they they were okay. So for Dion to say that, why is he saying that? Let's, there's more. Then for defensive lineman, Dion wants single mama trying to get it. He's on free lunch. I'm talking about just trying to make it. He's trying to rescue mama. Like mama barely made the flight and I want him to just go get it. So he wants his defensive lineman for lack of a better term to be poor, dumb, and stupid. Of course, they can't be smart. They they can't make uh, good decisions. Certainly defensive linemen can't have 3.5 3.5 GPAs. I, I mean, what are you talking about? They, 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 they you know, because they're, they're, they're dumb and stupid. All they need to do, all, 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 all they need to be able to do is go get the bread. Bring back the change. That's it. We don't require anything else from them. Now, let me ask you a question. Had a white coach said that, would you be upset? Yes, you would. And if a white coach said that and you would be upset, why aren't you upset that Dion says it? Are you saying, oh, well, Dion's just being Dion? Is that what I understand? Dion Sanders just came out with a racist trope. And look, I and many people would argue that this is the same stuff that white coaches say behind the scenes. They just don't make it public. 
Dion just makes it public. Y'all think it's okay? Is that what I is that what I'm hearing? Is uh, do y'all think it's okay? To me, this is problematic. To me, this should be chastised. But see, you all are so enamored with Deion Sanders and his showboatness. <laughs> I know that's not a word, but you all understand what I'm saying. You all are so enamored with Deion Sanders. You all let him say and get away with anything without condemnation. That's what y'all do. This is problematic to me. Because it's stereotypical. To say that a person that is a defensive lineman, look, I know a whole lot of defensive linemen who came from uh, dual parent households. Are you saying that the better defensive lineman is someone who's who came from a poor background? Is that what you're saying? They were poor? Is this not problematic to you? Is it just me? Am I just being overly critical because of my disdain for for this this media whore, Deion Sanders? Am I making too much of this? Because I don't think I am. Because there are, I'm trying to think, what was in college? Um, God, I can't. Rufus Herndon. There was a guy named Rufus Herndon who played linebacker. And you would tend to believe that when you saw Rufus and some of the crazy stuff that he did, you would say that this boy had a screw loose. Came from dual parent household, white guy, by the way. And he had a 4.0 GPA. There was a couple of other white guys who played. I played with the, the in college. Offensive linemen and defensive linemen who had 3.5s and 4.0 GPAs. I'm sure there are other linemen on campus all across this country who have 4.0s and 3.5 GPAs. So what are you talking about, Dion? See, this is what I mean when... I say that this is a person who simply wants to be able to say anything he wants so the camera will be on him. It don't matter if it's controversy or not. It doesn't even matter if it's true or not. Because Deion Sanders says it. We're going to stick a camera in his face and see what people say. Let's throw something on the wall and see if it sticks. All I'm saying is y'all need to stop giving this guy a pass. He doesn't, he doesn't deserve one. I don't, I'm not even talking about his coaching ability. I don't care about that at this point. I care about what you all are allowing him to do and labeling him or some hero. That's what I'm talking about. Now, by the way, where's, where's your dear Sanders now? Oh, he's at Colorado, you Jackson State fans. Y'all, you know what? Is Jackson State playing in the John Merrick Classic this year? Oh, no, you're not. One of the biggest recruiting tools that you had was the, uh, was the uh, I mean, was the Southern Heritage Classic. 
and Dion put you all out of it. He walked away, and now you're not in the classic anymore. One of the biggest recruiting tools out there. UAPB has said, hey, thank you. So I'm just wondering, man. You all have given this guy a pass, and what he said was bigoted and racist. Don't care if he is a black guy. Some things you just not should not be allowed to say, like the N word. Now I know what you're saying. Oh, it's a free country. I can say what I want to say. You're right. I'm look. I do it. I do a talk show. First Amendment. I believe in all of that. Not trying to counsel anything or get into the cancel culture. I'm just simply saying that you all are giving Deion Sanders a pass for saying what he said. Because he is off base. You could, you could take any position on that field. You can take any sport. A lot of kids play with passion because of how they were brought up. I'm a classic example of that. I played the way I played. I threw my body around. And part of the reason I'm sitting here right now with four hinges and eight titanium screws in my neck is because I threw my body around with abandon. And part of the reason that I did that was because I was struggling with my personal life. I didn't have a father. I wanted to know who he was. It wasn't working out. So whereas people thought that, oh, he's just a great player. He loved the game. They never looked behind the mask to ask, why does this little guy throw his body around like that? Yeah, I made All-State, All-Conference. You know, a momentary legend. A momentary, a momentary legend at Little Rock Central and at Magnolia. But no one ever cared to ask why I do what I do. And a lot of it was because of childhood trauma. That's any position, Dion. That's, that's a lot of kids growing up. You shouldn't stereotype or you shouldn't pigeonhole. So you're telling me uh, that a kid that comes from a single-parent household who is talented athletically, he can't play quarterback? That's the same stuff that those white folks used to say, Dion. We're going to let him. We just saw a Super Bowl where we had two black quarterbacks. It's been 30 years ago when Doug Williams finally broke through in the Super Bowl to prove everybody that blacks can quarterback. And here comes Deion Sanders turning back the clock with his stupidity and ignorance. It's just mind-boggling to me. It, it, it really is. It's I, I don't know what to say about it. And maybe, it's, again, I told you, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm being overly sensitive. I'm trying not to be. But I think, he, I think what he said is a problem. Maybe you don't. That's fine. 
but it is a problem. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I'm not going to talk about Dion anymore, hopefully, unless he, well, let me take that back. He might say something else stupid again. And I know some of you Deion Sanders fans are mad at me now. I don't care. He's not immune to being called out when he says something stupid. And I'm calling him out. And don't give me this. Well, that's what the white coaches would have been saying all along. No, bro. Uh Uh-uh. No. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Camille Winbush. Have y'all heard about this? We'll take a break. We'll be back. Boy, this this place, this place is going crazy, man. This world. And then next hour, we're going to talk about Arkansas being one of the dumbest states in the union. It is. No wonder we got Jethreen Bodine as our governor. Back in a moment. Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our voices. On joinatradio.com. Insurance Group is the small business that we need to turn everybody on to. Javita Nelson is the expert advisor and licensed in 20 states. Synergy Insurance Group has been offering personalized insurance services since 1997. Call Javita at 877-GO-LOVE-INS. She can help you with old-fashioned personal service. Synergy Insurance Group is the one that you want and need for affordable insurance. Specializing in burial plans that will allow you and yours to personalize your final expenses. Check out Synergy Insurance Group on the web at synergyinsgroup.biz. Or talk to Javita at 877-GO-LOVE-INS. The purpose of this commercial is to promote various insurance products, national producer numbers 1661510 and 7529748. Hi, this is Alvin from Habibi's Durable Medical Equipment Company. Because of COVID, many of us have lost our jobs and, uh, and are unable to feed our kids like we wish. If your child is underweight, five years of age or older, and on Medicaid, you may be able to get formula to help them regain their healthy weight. You will need a prescription from their primary care physician and give us a call and let us help. Our number is 501-663-1553. We are open five days a week from nine to five. Have your doctor fax your prescription to our fax line, which is 501-661-0738 today. Keeping your child healthy is our priority. That's Habibi's, 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 your durable medical equipment center. We're located 4317 East Broadway in North Little Rock. That number again is 663-1553, 663-1553. 
Hey guys, this is David Ashley, Deacon David Ashley. I want to turn y'all on to the Deacon Days radio show. It's a praise project. We're going to be playing music from inspirational artists and gospel artists from all over the world, never ever heard of. And also we'll be interviewing and asking them very pertinent questions to why and how they came up with their music. Don't forget, the Deacon Days radio show, it's a praise project. Saturdays from 10 to 11 on joynetradio.com. David W. Coleman here for Coleman's Dynamic Rib Rub and Rib Nuts. Go to ribrub.com, that's R-I-B-B-R-U-B-B.com right now, and stock up on the best dry marinades for baking, grilling, and smoking your favorite meats. Three great flavors, hot and spicy, original, and scorching. Try them at your next cookout and you will shout, bacon, grill it, shake it, oh yeah! Only one place to get Coleman's Dynamic products, that's ribrub.com. Easy to order and I'll ship direct to you or to friends and family anywhere in the United States. While on the site, be sure to check out other great items, especially the rib nuts. Who'd have thunk it? Peanuts sauteed in a barbecue marinade? That's just crazy good. Get them at ribrub.com right now, along with other great recipes. That's ribrub.com. If you don't like my rib rub or rib nuts, I'll give you money back. Do it today. That's Coleman's Dynamic Products at ribrub.com. To the show, <laughs> Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our voices, 855-525-5683 is the number, that's how you get in touch with us if you want to join the show. A um, lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, we're going to talk a little bit, and just a quick, because we only got a few minutes to go in this hour. Next hour, I want to make sure I cover the walkout of the students in Alabama as well. Um, in fact, uh, we may save that to the last part of the hour because, uh, remember, we're doing what we must do, okay? So um, I want to talk a little bit, and I, I don't know how to act about this, okay? I, I don't know how to act about this, but apparently, oh, my gosh, <laughs> the news that has broke on the internet this week is about Camille Winbush and D.D. Davis. You, you may not know who these people are. Okay? But if I give you their name, their, their TV name, you would know who they are. Okay? I'm talking about Nessa and Baby Girl. Nessa and Baby Girl. They are, believe it or not, both of them are currently doing OnlyFans. 
Yeah, that shocked me too. Now, all you guys, don't run out there trying to look at OnlyFans, okay? Now, if you don't know what OnlyFans is, OnlyFans became popular when, during the pandemic, I guess the, the it's, it's an online, um, what, what, what do you call it? It's an online voyeurism site where women strip naked and men pay money to see them. Well, let me just take the back. It's not women. It's just not. It's men too. Men do it too. The story came out last, I guess a couple of years ago, about an RN, an RN, RN, an RN who quit her job and decided to become a model on OnlyFans. And the story was that she ended up with making $20,000, what, a week? Showing her, you know what? So a lot of women are doing it. A lot of women do it because they think they are liberated. They want to show their bodies. Look, I don't have a problem with women showing their bodies. I'm just saying I want my woman out there doing it. Would I join OnlyFans? Nah, not my cup of tea. Don't get into porn that much at all anyway. It's not a big deal to me. When I was a kid or when I was younger, ooh, wow. But now, eh, whatever. You've seen one, you've seen them all. Don't mean to be flipping about it, but apparently Camille Winbush and D.D. Davis, Nessa and Baby Girl now have... OnlyFans pages. And everybody is upset. Because we want to remember Nessa and Baby Girl. As Nessa (laughs) and Baby Girl. Okay? By the way, Baby Girl is 26 years old. She's a grown woman. So is Nessa. We want to remember them as what they were. And not them being... You know, just, I don't know, just watching or, I I don't know. Look, there have been other uh, women who were, and I don't know why they did this, but who ended up in the porn industry. Uh, What was her name? Gabrielle Camus. I believe it was something like that. She was on the Cosby show at one point, from what I understand. And and then who else was... um, Oh, the girl from uh, Family Matters. She ended up getting into that industry as well. And they claim that they were trying to maintain that lifestyle. I, I don't know. But either way, some of you guys out there would be excited. I don't know, man. I don't know. I couldn't go out and look at Nessa and Baby Girl. I, it would be dirty. And a lot of people are upset. What would Bernie do? What would Bernie Mac do? And all this. And we forget Bernie Mac wasn't their dad. Bernie Mac was their TV dad. Okay. (laughs) But it is disturbing. Nessa and baby girl done growed up. 
anyway. I'm sure you can find it on the internet. Go ahead and do your thing. But I'm look, I'm sorry to see that there are so many beautiful women out there who think that they have to shake their tails and get naked in order to be noticed. You just don't have to. Anyway. That's feminism for you. Y'all have a great day. We'll take a break. The top of the hour. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. On joinedradio.com. JoinEdRadio.com. I'm inviting all small businesses to contact me at 855-525-5683 and let JoinEd Radio set up an advertising package specifically designed with your business in mind. This is a great opportunity for small businesses to get your products on the air. Do you want to get the word out about a new business? JoinEd Radio is for you. Do you want to advertise your event or social gathering? JoinEd Radio is for you. Do you preach or teach? Do it right here on joinetradio.com. Call me, Dynamic Dave, at 855-525-5683 or go to joinetradio.com and review our great lineup of shows. Let's help each other and let's get your products in the hands of consumers across the country. Call me, Dynamic Dave, at joinetradio.com at 855-525-5683. I'll talk to you soon. Synergy Insurance Group is the small business that we need to turn everybody on to. Javita Nelson is the expert advisor and licensed in 20 states. Synergy Insurance Group has been offering personalized insurance services since 1997. Call Javita at 877-GO-LOVE-INS. She can help you with old-fashioned personal service. Synergy Insurance Group is the one that you want and need for affordable insurance. Specializing in burial plans that will allow you and yours to personalize your final expenses. Check out Synergy Insurance Group on the web at synergyinsgroup.biz. Or talk to Javita at 877-GO-GLOVE-INS. The purpose of this commercial is to promote various insurance products. National producer numbers 1661510 and 7529748. This is Alvin from Havivi's Durable Medical Equipment Company. Because of COVID, many of us have lost our jobs and are unable to feed our kids like we wish. If your child is underweight, five years of age or older, and on Medicaid, you may be able to get formula to help them regain their healthy weight. You will need a prescription from their primary care physician and give us a call and let us help. Our number is 
1953. We are open five days a week from 9 to 5. Have your doctor fax your prescription to our fax line, which is 501-661-0738 today. Keeping your child healthy is our priority. That's Habibi's Habibi's Habibi's, your durable medical equipment center. We are located 4317 East Broadway in North Little Rock. That number again is 663-1553. 663-1553. Hey guys, this is David Ashley, Deacon David Ashley. I want to turn y'all on to the Deacon Days radio show. It's a praise project. We're going to be playing music from inspirational artists and gospel artists from all over the world, never ever heard of. And also we'll be interviewing and asking them very pertinent questions to why and how they came up with their music. Don't forget, the Deacon Dave's radio show, it's a praise project. Saturdays from 10 to 11 on joynetradio.com. Look, feel, and smell better with organic products from The Coleman Collection. Check out our catalog and order online at thecolemancollection.net. The Coleman Collection is a bath and body care shop geared for healthy skin. We pride ourselves on using quality ingredients. From body butters to bath products, feel confident knowing we use the finest ingredients forever natural, organic, and cruelty-free. Guys, let us put together a gift box for that special person in your life. The Coleman Collection has something for everyone, including our ever-popular beard balm and beard oil designed specifically for the man in your life. Check out our catalog and order online at thecolemancollection.net. Look... Feel and smell better with organic products from The Coleman Collection. TheColemanCollection.net The views and opinions expressed today on Black Focus Radio are not the views and opinions of the station, its management, or its advertisers. Now, let's get ready to focus on our issues, our solutions, using our voices on Black Focus Radio. Welcome to Black Focus, the show designed with our community in mind, where we focus on our issues, developing our solutions, using our voices. Central Arkansas, surrounding areas, and the nation. Get ready. Black Focus starts right now. Phone lines open at 855-525-5683. So here's your host, David W. Coleman and Robert Webb. All right, welcome back to the show. Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our voices. <laughs> 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with us if you want to join the show. Um, I'm still kind of tripping over um, Nessa and Baby Girl. I'm, I'm just, I am. please... This has got to stop. Well, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, this hour, uh, I want to talk about Alabama schools walk out over black history. Uh, because, uh, well, I should say Alabama students walk out over black history. Uh, so I want to talk about that story here in just a moment. But... <clears throat> 
Nessa is kind of bugging me. It, it it really is. So, uh, I don't know what to say. But anyway, <laughs> all right, so I want to talk to this story. It says, and this is from the AP. It says, and this is in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And why is this important? And, and we're going to get to that here in just a moment. Okay. More than 200 students walked out of class at, at Alabama High School last week. At, uh, and they say they were told by school leaders to omit certain relevant events from an upcoming student-led Black History Month program. However, school officials have denied the allegations even while acknowledging the need for students' concerns to be heard. I wonder why they would say that if it wasn't true. Huh. Hmm. Students told WBMA-TV they were ordered to leave out major historical moments including slavery and the civil rights movement from the program uh, scheduled for February 22nd, which was last week. The students were told they couldn't talk about slavery and civil rights because one of our administrations was, administrators was uncomfortable. My protector, from 8 a.m. to 3.15, you tell me, to tell you, you for you to tell me I can't talk about something that is dealing with my culture. It's very disturbing. It's very confusing, according to one of the students. A fellow student said, "Why am I being censored about my culture? Something that is rooted in me. Why can't I talk about it? History is history, and it's already been made, and it can't be erased." Another senior said, who helped organize the boycott and put together the program said without our history, we are nothing without teaching our youth where we come from. How can we move forward? The Tuscaloosa, the Tuscaloosa school superintendent, Dr. Kerry Johnson in a statement denied allegations that an administrator told the students to leave out historical elements. It is not true that faculty or staff told students that slavery or the civil rights movement cannot be part of the program. When several community leaders heard this and contacted Hillcrest High School administration, out of concern, administration explained to them that this was false information that was circulated. Johnson said the school system supports the students' rights to peacefully demonstrate. A number of our Hillcrest High students have concerns about the culture within their school. We care deeply about our students and it is important that their concerns are heard. We are putting together a plan to make sure our students feel heard so that we know the right steps to put in place to ensure all students know that they are valued. The president of the Tuscaloosa NAACP, Lisa Young, said the alleged direction was a disgrace. I don't know how you can talk about black history in this country without talking about slavery and the civil rights movement, said Young. She said she has asked to meet with Johnson, but has yet to been given a date. Young said she was angry and part of me feels like 
We failed our students. We want to see what we can do to assist them and make them uh, and make their school a safe place. I don't know what this has to do with being safe. But the bottom line is this. Yeah, they said it. They said it. They don't want this is this is part of what's been going on around the country. And in a few minutes, we're going to talk a little bit about the um, the stupidity that's going on around this country. You see, I don't. You, there is a movement afoot to try and rewrite history. Okay. Let me say it again. There is a movement afoot to try and rewrite history. And they don't want people to know that the majority of the history about the world, let alone this country, came from us. You see, what you have to understand is this. They know that if they teach us our history, if we learn our history, that changes the entire dynamics. Because that's your foundation. Black people have been floating through this country without a foundation. The only thing that we've seen, the only thing that we've, we've heard is about slavery. Nothing more. Some people think that your life began during slavery. Now we know all this other stuff that has come out thanks to the interweb. Because if you build that foundation, if it becomes solid, then we become a problem for them. This is why they try to demonize us. Remember remember the show a couple of, what, about a week ago where I talked about the FBI infiltrating Black Lives Matter, using a COINTELPRO type infiltration system to try to uh, subvert the movement? Remember me telling you about that? They don't want black people to know their history because once you realize that you are from kings and queens, once you realize, did you, did you hear those black facts that I played at the beginning of the show? Once you realize that you are not what they've told you you are, then the ball game changes. Because see, once they realize that they've been lying to people, that they've been lying to the world, that they stole literally everything from land to inventions to patents to people, you name it. I don't think I'd want my kids to know that either. Because I think your kids would probably end up understanding why reparations are important. 
I think your kids will begin to understand that my ancestors were evil and cruel people. It's like they don't want us to know about Thomas Jefferson and how he kept Sally Hemmings in a locked away room with no window where he could go in and rape her anytime he got ready. She was only 12, 13, 14 years old. Sired, what, eight children by her. They don't want you to know that your founding father was that evil. And why not? They don't want you to know about the KKK and how they lynched black people. They don't want you to know about the Red Summer, places like Tulsa, places like Elaine. They don't want you to know anything about that. I would love for someone to ask Serby Huckabee Jethreen Jethreen Bodine Sanders would she issue a proclamation for Elaine, Arkansas? I'd love to ask, somebody needs to ask her that question. They don't want you to know. Therein lies the problem. And I'm proud of those kids for standing up. I'm proud of those kids for walking away and walking out. Wonder how many black kids they have on their football team or their basketball team. I'm going to tell you how we can solve that problem later on in the show. Coming up in the last segment, you know, we call it What We Must Do. It's the new segment. I haven't gotten a sounder yet, but I'm going to get a sounder here real soon. What We Must Do. Let's stop marching, folks. Let's start making a difference. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with us. Well, one other thing I need to talk about before we go is Dilbert. Are y'all familiar with Dilbert? See, what's happening with white people right now is that they're coming to a realization. Okay? They're coming to a realization. Their their cognitive dissonance is really beating them up. And they're about to lose their minds. They're about to lose their minds. And it's funny. It really is. Here's another one. I mean... I've watched Dilbert. I know they don't do newspapers anymore, but Dilbert still, Dilbert is a cartoon character. He was in the comics for a long time. Uh, Man, boy, don't you miss the days when every Sunday you would get the Sunday comics. The first thing we would get, we'd read the sports section first, and then we'd read the comics. Okay? You had uh, Sarge. You had Nancy. You had... The Family Circus, uh, let's see, yes. Peanuts, of course, Dilbert, uh, do- Doomsbury. I'm just trying to remember some of the old comic comics that were in the Sunday paper. And let's see, Beetle Bailey. Um, <laughs> God, I can't believe I remember these. Those are the ones that I read every, every day. I mean, every Sunday. 
Dilbert was one of them as well. But isn't it interesting when you come to find out who people really are and what they stand for? Well, we are apparently finding out what Dilbert stands for, or at least what his creators stand for. This is from the New York Times. It, said, it reads like this. Hundreds of newspapers across the country will stop running Dilbert, the Dilbert comic strip after its creator said on a YouTube live stream that black people are a hate group and that white people should just get the hell away from them. Huh? Black people are a hate group and white people should get the hell away from them. Okay. The creator, Scott Adams, who was behind the widely syndicated comic script strip uh, that mocks office culture, was widely rebuked for his comments by newspapers that had printed his work for years. The, US, the USA Today Network, which publishes more than 200 newspapers, said it will no longer publish the Dilbert comic due to the recent discriminatory comments by its creator. The Los Angeles Times said on Saturday that it would end publication of the comic strip because of his racist comments, and the editor for the Cleveland Plain, Dilla Chris Quinn, said that Mr. Adams went on a racist rant that had promoted, had prompted the newspaper to drop Dilbert. This is not a difficult decision, said Quinn. Our newspapers, that's other newspapers that said they would discontinue the strip included the Boston Globe, the Washington Post, the San Antonio Express News, and M Live Media Group, which has eight news publications in Michigan. Danielle Rhodes Ha, spokesman for the New York Times, said, We have decided to no longer publish the Dilbert comic strip in our international print edition following racist comments by Scott Adams. The comic appeared only in the international print edition and not in the Times U.S. edition or online, she said. Mr. Adams declined to be interviewed and said in a text on Saturday that everything you need to hear was on YouTube. So it's like he's saying, hey, yeah, I said it. I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm not taking it back. Okay, bro, but that's going to cost you some money. I hope you save your money. In that show on Saturday, he defended his remarks. He said he was wrongly being canceled, that you should absolutely be racist whenever it's to your advantage, and that any change in society is a racist change, including changing the tax codes. He also appeared to be reckoning with the rapid fallout, saying that most of my income will be gone by next week and that my reputation for the rest of my life is destroyed. Uh, you see how he quickly played victim? That's what they do. They be racist, and then they play victim. Okay? Andrew McNeil Syndication, the company that syndicates Dilbert, did not m immediately respond to an email seeking comment on Saturday night. In the video from Tuesday... That led to the big backlash. Adams, who is white, said he had started identifying as black years ago and then brought up a poll by Rasmussen reports that follow that found that 53% of black Americans agreed with the statement 
it's okay to be white. Rasmussen reports did not immediately respond to an email seeking comment on Saturday about its data. Mr. Adams said in the video that he took issue with black Americans who were polled and who had not agreed with the statement. That's a hate group. I don't want to have anything to do with them, he said, and adding that it makes no sense to help black Americans if you're white. Hmm. You just said that off your head, huh? Mr. Quinn, the editor of The Plain Dealer, described the comments as a staggering string of comments, all but certain to result in loss of his livelihood. I hate to quote him at all, but I do so to dissuade responses that is a cancel culture decision. Mr. Adams, who has spent three decades crafting satirical commentary about the workplace for newspapers across America, has previously faced criticism for his extremist views and online provocations. In 2019, he used a mass shooting at the Gilroy Garlic Festival in California to advertise an app he created. The San Francisco Chronicle reported that it had stopped carrying Dilbert months ago because of jokes he made about reparations and efforts to diversify the workplace. So apparently, this dude was a racist. That's the bottom line. This dude was a racist. No, he he didn't get canceled. You canceled yourself, bro. Here's the bottom line. Earth to extremist. The bottom line is this, fellas and ladies. Racism ain't okay. And people are tired of it. It's time you let it go. And if you don't let it go, you will be ostracized. You are not a victim. You can pretend that you are all you want. You're not a victim. You're racist. Get over yourself. We ain't going nowhere. And we ain't going back. Back to where? Back to where? Because, newsflash, some of our people were already here. That's a little history for you, too. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices on joinetradio.com. Grill it, smoke it, oh yeah, at rearbub.com. Holman's Dynamic Pepper Juice is lighting fires around the country. It's the new product from rearbub.com. Use it on meats and vegetables. Add it to your gumballs and greens for an extra punch. Made with all natural ingredients, 
Coleman's Dynamic Pepper Juice will enhance the flavors of your favorite recipes. Order today on ribrub.com. And while there, be sure to check out some of our other great products. It's developed with love and care using the best all-natural ingredients with no GMOs or preservatives. From snacks to seasonings, Coleman's Dynamic Products has something for everyone. Bake it, grill it, smoke it. Oh yeah, at BriaBub.com. Dave for joinetradio.com. I'm inviting all small businesses to contact me at 855-525-5683 and let Joinet Radio set up an advertising package specifically designed with your business in mind. This is a great opportunity for small businesses to get your products on the air. Do you want to get the word out about a new business? Joinet Radio is for you. Do you want to advertise your event or social gathering? Joinet Radio is for you. Do you preach or teach? Do it right here on joinetradio.com. Call me, Dynamic Dave, at 855-525-5683 or go to joinetradio.com and review our great lineup of shows. Let's help each other and let's get your products in the hands of consumers across the country. Call me, Dynamic Dave, at joinetradio.com at 855-525-5683. I'll talk to you soon. Synergy Insurance Group is the small business that we need to turn everybody on to. Javita Nelson is the expert advisor and licensed in 20 states. Synergy Insurance Group has been offering personalized insurance services since 1997. Call Javita at 877-GO-LOVE-INS. She can help you with old-fashioned personal service. Synergy Insurance Group is the one that you want and need for affordable insurance. Specializing in burial plans that will allow you and yours to personalize your final expenses. Check out Synergy Insurance Group on the web at synergyinsgroup.biz. Or talk to Javita at 877-GO-GLOVE-INS. The purpose of this commercial is to promote various insurance products, national producer numbers 1661510 and 7529748. Hi, this is Alvin from Habibi's Durable Medical Equipment Company. Because of COVID, many of us have lost our jobs and are unable to feed our kids like we wish. If your child is underweight, five years of age or older, and on Medicaid, you may be able to get formula to help them regain their healthy weight. You will need a prescription from their primary care physician and give us a call and let us help. Our number is 501-663-1553. We are open five days a week from nine to five. Have your doctor fax your prescription to our fax line, which is 501-661-0738. Today, keeping your child healthy is our priority. That's Habibi's, 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 your durable medical equipment center. We are located 4317 East Broadway in North Little Rock. That number again is 663-1553, 663-1553. 
Hey guys, this is David Ashley, Deacon David Ashley. I want to turn y'all on to the Deacon Days radio show. It's a praise project. We're going to be playing music from inspirational artists and gospel artists from all over the world, never ever heard of. And also we'll be interviewing and asking them very pertinent questions to why and how they came up with their music. Don't forget, the Deacon Days radio show, it's a praise project. Saturdays from 10 to 11 on joynetradio.com. Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our voices. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with us. You know, I, you know, I've been in this radio thing for a long time. And I've been following politics for a long time. And it always perplexes me how people, when I say people, the voter can allow politicians to lie to them. Part of the reason that I am an independent is the fact that I don't trust Republicans and I don't trust Democrats. If you've listened to this show for any extended period of time, you know I call them Republicans and demagogues or repugnants and demagogues. I have a number of names for the Republicans because they're just, ugh. But it has always perplexed me how is it that people can allow others to lie to you and you don't know any different. Now I know there are some uneducated people I understand that. But I think we're all blessed with common sense. But clearly we're not. Because what is happening to Republicans and Republican states and the people that vote for Republicans, there needs to be some type of study. Is there some type of Zen diagram that we can draw up to understand how an individual can vote against their their own needs because of their innate racism. I'm just, I'm confused here. But a lot of it has to do with education. If you go back and you look at the election, those people who were typically more educated voted Democrats. Those people who vote for cultural, cult, the culture wars and 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 the uh, the dog whistle politics are usually uneducated. That's usually how it plays out. That's usually how it is. I'm saying this and I'm bringing this up because of an interesting article that I ran across. And when you look at the state of Arkansas, and you all know I have made no bones about it, that Sarah Huckabee Sanders has no business being the governor of Arkansas. None whatsoever. She has no credentials whatsoever except being the lying mouthpiece of Donald Trump. That's it. 
a BA in communications, and she's the governor of Arkansas. Really. The grift is in. But what I don't understand, and you see this all across, especially southern states. Let me give you an example. I used to talk about Owsley, Owsley Kentucky. Owsley, Kentucky is considered one of the poorest states or counties in America. It votes 97% Republican every election. When TenCare first came out, not TenCare, I'm thinking Tennessee, when the Affordable Care Act first came out, Kentucky had a Democratic governor. Kentucky was one of the first states to adopt the Affordable Care Act because of the lack of health care that was needed by many of the people in the population in the Appalachia area. Some of those people in Owsley, Kentucky got to see a doctor for the first time in their lives. But when the next voting cycle came around and they had a chance to vote for a Republican again, they voted that Democratic governor out. The Republican governor immediately began to try to dismantle their health insurance. And they continued to vote Republican. Regardless, what's wrong with them? Why would they continue to do that? Here in Arkansas and many southern states, they vote against their own interest. But see, I know and I understand why now. Okay? I understand why. This article, these are the most educated states by ranking. They ranked all 50 of them, okay? And I want to go to number one. I didn't even even deal with number one yet because I was so stunned because it, it, uh, it starts at 50 and goes to number one. And I was so stunned that the state that was number 50 just kind of hit me in the face. I <laughs> It really did. Okay, all right, I'm trying to catch up here. I'm, I'm still trying to go to number one here. All right, let, let it catch up. But see, I know now why these people do what they do because a lot of it is ignorance. Okay? A lot of it is uneducated. You know, there's a reason why they don't want to fund the public schools See, if they fund the public schools, then that means 
that you educate people. And you educate those people, then you lose your voting public. You all understand that, right? I'm still trying. I'm scrolling. I'm trying to get to number one here. It's, it's loading. I'm at 23 right now. By the way, North Carolina is like number 23. Okay. Where do you think Arkansas is on this list? You should know. I talk about, well, I don't talk about this, but this is a new survey. But you know Arkansas is near the bottom. You do know that, right? It should it should come as no surprise to you. I'm scrolling to get to number, I'm at number 17 now. This is a pretty lengthy article, and you can find it on my wall. But, you know, if you're concerned about people, because the Republicans always talk about they're doing it for the American people. What are they doing for the American people? Because when you go back and you look at some of the things that they've done, it ain't much. It ain't much at all. I'm at number nine. New Hampshire is number nine. Vermont is number eight. I might need to move to Colorado. Colorado is number seven. By the way, it's a beautiful country, by the way. I was talking to someone the other day about Colorado. I'm thinking, I hadn't been to Denver in a while. I'm thinking I might go to Denver and go visit. So, Almost at number one. Number three is Connecticut. A lot of that has to do with the uh, the schools that are in that area. Number two is Maryland. And number one, what they would call the most educated state. Uh, come on now, don't mess up on me. I'm not going to scroll back all the way through those. I'm just not. It messed up. All right, so here's my point. I want to read something to you. The least educated state in America. Is Arkansas. Now you know why Sarah Huckabee, Jethreen Bodine Sanders got elected because we got some dumbasses in this state. I, I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. You can be mad all you want because I called you a dumbass. You are a dumbass. For you all to have elected this person, this article explains it to me now. It explains it all. Here's what it says. The population is 3 million plus. Percentage holding advanced degrees is 8.3% of the total population. Median household income household income is $47,062. Let's 
Okay? But we're not done. Like every state in the United States, Arkansas is home to its share of colleges. The best ranked of these is the University of Arkansas, located in Fayetteville. It's been around since 1871 and now welcomes more than 30,000 students every academic year. Still, having just one 1,490, uh, excuse me, still having 1,490 faculty members means there is a student to faculty ratio of 19 to 1. Despite also having 12 private colleges and 22 two-year colleges, Arkansas seemingly isn't the most popular place for graduates. That might be because the primary industry here is agriculture, something many in the state don't need a degree to get into. Many of the biggest jobs here value manual labor over anything else, meaning degrees can often be useless. Arkansas being cheap and having several jobs has brought down its education ranking. So in other words, because it has an agrarian economy, many people believe Arkansans are stupid. And what's bad about it, this is showing us number 50. So that means Mississippi is ahead of Arkansas. Man, we used to make jokes about Mississippi because at least we ain't Mississippi. Yeah, we are. Anyway, there's plenty of person, there's plenty for a person to love about Arkansas. The Southern State is a wonderful place to live if you love nature, thanks to the abundance of parks, rivers, mountains, hot springs, and more. It's also a pretty great place to live if you're looking to avoid spending too much on the cost of living. It's typically considered one of the cheapest parts of the U.S., usually ranking anywhere from 10 to 15% lower on the national average. The problem, having such low cost and so many jobs that don't require degrees has seen plenty flock to the state, bringing down its overall education level and making it the most uneducated state in the United States. Man, that explains a lot of stuff. Uh, let me just, I'm going to come back to that. Let me, I just need to go down this list. So West Virginia is 49. Okay. There's Mississippi. Mississippi is 48. Let me do the bottom five. Louisiana is 47. North Dakota is 46. Wow. That really makes you feel proud. But it, as I was saying earlier, it explains how someone like Sarah Huckabee Sanders can become governor. Because a lot of those uneducated people, here's what they said. Well, hell, I ain't got nothing but a high school diploma. Or, hell, I ain't, I ain't even graduated. I barely got out of sixth grade. Huh, huh, huh. 
She I, she can be governor. Ain't what's wrong with that? You know, she's like us. Not understanding that you need your leader to be at the top of his or her game. You want the best of the best to lead you. But not here in Arkansas. And like I said, that explains now. A lot of people have been asking me, man, what's going on in Arkansas? How could they elect that woman? We know now because they're ignorant. We have dumb people in Arkansas. Now look, don't get mad at me. That's just a fact. They don't call names. Don't call names. Well, I'm not calling names. I'm just reading a I'm just reading this the statistics. Arkansas is the dumbest state in the union. Now we know. And no one is moving to try to change it. It's okay. Don't be mad. It's okay. No, it isn't. But it's okay to y'all. And you exhibit it every day when you go to the polls. You exhibit it every day when you go and support these Republicans. And all they're doing is fighting culture wars. They Look, they're doing up, but, 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 but you talk about racism. What, what does... What does CRT have to do with the Little Rock Public Schools? Not a damn thing. Nothing. I'm just asking, man. I'm, I mean, at some point, our Kansas are going to have to wake up. This state should be a lot better off than what it is. This state sits smack dab in the middle of the country. Literally, you've got two of the major highways that, that crisscross this state. All of the tourism money comes in this state and out the other side. And no one is doing anything whatsoever to try to accumulate any of that money. It's just amazing to me. I was watching lacrosse over the weekend. They got professional lacrosse. Why not have a professional lacrosse team? Why not have a professional soccer team? There are a lot of things you can do that get yourselves on the map that will bring bring industry here, but you all are too busy keeping the status quo the way it is because you know if you do that, then you will stay in power. That's what this is all about. That's what this is all about. And unfortunately, people in Arkansas are not educated enough to understand that. So they're constantly taken advantage of. They're constantly fighting the culture wars for politicians who don't give a damn about the culture wars. They just do it to instigate to keep themselves in power. And you all don't know it. If you are a poor, you are, if you are a poor white person and a poor black person, look, you're in the same damn boat. But you know the difference is that that poor white person will think he's better than that poor black person simply because of the color of his skin. Because you have your leaders talking that trash to you. It's pathetic. Arkansas ought to be ashamed of itself. 50th, the least educated state in America. I, we used to could talk about Mississippi. But now you're behind Mississippi. Hey, I guess you could say, well, you can't do anything but go up. Just hope that they don't they don't make 
D.C. or Puerto Rico a state because then you're going to be 53. Back in a moment with what we must do. Look, feel, and smell better with organic products from The Coleman Collection. Check out our catalog and order online at thecolemancollection.net. The Coleman Collection is a bath and body care shop geared for healthy skin. We pride ourselves on using quality ingredients. From body butters to bath products, feel confident knowing we use the finest ingredients for ever natural, organic, and cruelty-free. Guys, let us put together a gift box for that special person in your life. The Coleman Collection has something for everyone, including our ever-popular beard balm and beard oil designed specifically for the man in your life. Check out our catalog and order online at thecolemancollection.net. Look, feel, and smell better with organic products from The Coleman Collection. thecolemancollection.net. This is gospel recording artist Tina Adams, and I'm so excited about my new EP that has just dropped on all major digital platforms. This music is going to touch your soul because it depicts and gives an imagery of everyday life situations. So go and be blessed. Again, search for See About Me by Tina Adams on your favorite digital platform. Synergy Insurance Group is the small business that we need to turn everybody on to. Javita Nelson is the expert advisor and licensed in 20 states. Synergy Insurance Group has been offering personalized insurance services since 1997. Call Javita at 877-GO-LOVE-INS. She can help you with old-fashioned personal service. Synergy Insurance Group is the one that you want and need for affordable insurance. Specializing in burial plans that will allow you and yours to personalize your final expenses. Check out Synergy Insurance Group on the web at synergyinsgroup.biz. Or talk to Javita at 877-GO-GLOVE-INS. The purpose of this commercial is to promote various insurance products, national producer numbers 1661510 and 7529748. Hi, this is Alvin from Habibi's Durable Medical Equipment Company. Because of COVID, many of us have lost our jobs and, uh, and are unable to feed our kids like we wish. If your child is underweight, five years of age or older, and on Medicaid, you may be able to get formula to help them regain their healthy weight. You will need a prescription from their primary care physician and give us a call and let us help. Our number is 501-663-1553. We are open five days a week from nine to five. Have your doctor fax your prescription to our fax line, which is 501-661-0738 today. Keeping your child healthy is our priority. That's Habibi's, 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 your durable medical equipment center.
We're located 4317 East Broadway in North Little Rock. That number again is 663-1553. 663-1553. Hey guys, this is David Ashley, Deacon David Ashley. I want to turn y'all on to the Deacon Days radio show. It's a praise project. We're going to be playing music from inspirational artists and gospel artists from all over the world never ever heard of and also we'll be interviewing and asking them very pertinent questions to why and how they came up with their music don't forget the Deacon Dave's radio show it's a praise project Saturdays from 10 to 11 on joynetradio.com welcome back to the segment, What We Must Do. Earlier in the show, I talked a little bit about the kids who walked out of the Tuscaloosa High School because they didn't want, the teachers didn't want them to be taught or talk about black history. They walked out. The question we have to ask ourselves is how much are we going to tolerate? How much are we going to put up with? And what can we do? I asked the question earlier. I wonder how many black kids are on that football team. I wonder how many black kids are on that basketball team. I wonder. What would happen if those black kids said, hey, we're not going to play. You don't want us to do black history. You don't want us to talk about black history? Then we're not going to play. The point I'm trying to tell you all is that we've got a lot of stuff that we have to understand and we have to understand how much power we have. We have plenty of it. We just don't know how to use it. March Madness is about to start. You're going to see how much power we really have on that basketball court. If we simply start thinking about how to use our power, we could change the entire dynamics of how they look at us and how they treat us. I don't care what's in their heart. But when they understand that we have to, when we can start taking care of them, taking their money, when we can start showing them that we can do what we want to do without them, that is when we become free. The only thing that we need to do is stop entertaining Let's stop playing football. Let's stop playing basketball. Let's stop running track. Let's stop entertaining them. That's what we must do.
All right, girls and boys, that's going to wrap up today's show. We'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget, you can catch it, catch the podcast. Just go out and search for Black Focus Radio. You can also, let's see, download the app for joinedradio.com. There's so many ways that you can get in touch with us. So many ways. just have to decide you want to do it. As I close, you must be willing to truly consider evidence that contradicts your beliefs and admit the possibility that you might be wrong. Intelligence isn't knowing everything. It's the ability to challenge. Y'all have a great day. It's called Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices on joinedradio.com. You've been listening to Black Focus, where we discuss our issues with our solutions and our voices. Join us every weekday afternoon at 1 p.m. on joinetradio.com.